Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions. Casey's is a premier garden center and gift shop located in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. They offer a wide selection of high-quality plants, landscaping materials, and home decor. They do amazing high-quality work and can help you transform your indoor and outdoor living spaces into something beautiful. So stop by Casey's Outdoor Solutions today and let them know you appreciate their support for Rock Solid Radio. Visit Casey's today at 21481 State Line Road, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Welcome to Rock Solid Radio. I'm Linda Hutchinson, and I am here with my man, Merle. Hi, honey. Hello, Linda. How are you doing? Hey, babe, you realize that we are in July now, and we are halfway through summer. Our kids go to school like less than a month from now. Yes, they do. Yeah, I, <laughs> keep it together. Keep it together. Well, I'm sure there's some parents out there that are counting to the days down. Um, yeah, for sure. I know this house is, but mm. I think we were reprimanded once about saying, you know, I don't like when my kids go. I want my, I like my kids around. Yeah. And we don't sound like very good parents when we, we talk about. We love our kids. We love our kids, but we, we love especially them when love them at school. school. But you know, honestly, I, I'm. We've never been one of those sets of parents that like are so sad when they're getting on the kindergarten bus or when they're getting to school full time or when they graduate. Like we always are excited about that new season. So, right. Right. You know, we're excited for that, and you know, we've had our vacation already. I'm supporting. Um, our Sedona mug. Actually, I'm this is your. Pretty system. sure that was mine as a gift, and I have <laughs> this yet is your to Sedona use mug. It. But we did. We went out west this summer, and that was really cool. Making yeah. some memories with the kids that yeah, were, yeah. you know, I'd never been there. You had been there, but mm-hmm. the kids had not been there. So well, that, that was really fun. Leads me to a topic. Yeah. Let's talk today about kind of the fun in the summertime, Ooh. the making the fun. You know, we are limited in the number of weeks we have. That's we true. are talking to families, and sometimes we spend a lot of time talking about parenting and mm. talking about how to resolve issues and all this, and that's good stuff. But sometimes we just don't talk about having fun, yeah. messing around, screwing around, enjoying life, those kinds of things. And so, um, I think it would be fun if you and I just go back and forth a little bit and talk about why vacations have been and are Mm. important. Maybe as a prompt that some of you who um, have not been on vacation or don't see the value in it, that maybe it prompts somebody to say, you know what, we're going to do that. And you know what prompted this with us recently? Because we went out west, Mm -hmm. right? Remember? And it was prompted because I did a little recording with our older sons, Mm, okay, who don't live with us anymore. And, um, you know, just not not to get into the whole history of it, but we kind of used to always record our kids at least once a year to say, you know, it was around New Year's usually. And we talk about what was good, what was bad and all that. Well, uh, it was was really, by the way, it's a great thing to do to keep a little record of of your kids and they grow through the years. And each year you go, oh man, what a great... We ask them like they're first like they're if they have a boyfriend or girlfriend yeah. and like who their <laughs> friends are and what they want to be when they grow up and so it's really cool when they're a first grader saying that and then you're looking at it when they're 21 yeah and that's pretty yeah cool. and they're still dating the same girl <laughs> like, whoa what the, what what what, the, what happened there anyway but um so and i recorded that conversation and i mm. had you listen back to mm. that and one of the things that our boys said is we loved the vacations that we took, mm-hmm. but we only took 
a few like special vacations. Like it was very typical for us to go to Hilton Head because that's kind of what right. our family did with, with your family and stuff. And so that was kind of the given, um, which was really fine. But we only took a few kind of off the wall off vacations the track, uh, out yeah. west yeah. or something very different. So a level of rest, but a level of adventure or mm -hmm. just seeing new things. And both of our older boys said, um, one, they valued that very much, but two, that we wish we would have mm. done it more. You know, is that why you think they're both in the Navy? Because they wanted to see the world? I think they're they about ready for that vacation <laughs> to come to an end, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's true. I mean, and we're going to get to this, but our family went to the same vacation for 25 years. Yep. We stayed in the same area. We almost stayed in the same rest stops. I mean, it just was one of those things where my mom and dad are creatures of comfort and routine and so that was what I grew up with and I'm kind of the same way so yeah. that was very hard for me to go out of my comfort zone we're gonna talk about that yeah yeah and so what happens though when you do that is even though in that moment or that week you are uh, vacationing and resting they all start to blend in mm. you can't really remember one from the next because like oh yeah well you know well I'm laying in the exact same spot as I <laughs> laid last year at the beach and so I park the, at a little different spot when I <laughs> yeah, yeah last year I spoke at I parked in this spot right here and so they all start to run in and so you don't have any outstanding mm. memories and so we're going to talk a little bit today about why it is important um, the fun mm. in that but the learning also that happens in it because of the exposure to different places yeah. so we're going to have a little bit of fun with this we're going to make fun of ourselves or make fun of some of the experiences uh, but we uh, we better thank a few people first. Yeah, we want to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions and Maxwell Construction for their support of Rock Solid Radio. We cannot do what we do without their support. So these are community partners who've come alongside us who really support these positive messages. So please support them. Okay, a couple of uh, brief announcements. Oh, by the way, Scarlett's show. Mm, yeah, Man. last week's show. If you no. did not catch last week's show on sex trafficking, a um, mm. friend of ours, Scarlett Hudson, who has a ministry called Women of Alabaster. Yes. An amazing, amazing episode. Please check it out from last week. You've, you've got to hear that as a parent mm. and just as a person in the community um, to recognize how that um, industry is mm. blooming right under your nose, possibly even in your house, which is really kind of freaky. Mm. But, um, you, you know, when you get these sort of weird invites to be friends and stuff like, well, mm. I don't even really know that person. Well, guess what? Your kid's probably getting those two on various social platforms that they're mm. on. And all of that is a bit of a dark under circle of, of things that go on that are mm. in the human trafficking and sex trafficking industry. So Scarlett really shined a light yeah. on that. She didn't scare us to death because she gave us tools. Yes, she, did. she gave us tools on how to parent through that. So yeah. you got to go back and you got to listen to uh, Scarlett Hudson show yeah we also want to thank you our listeners we are so thankful for your support and sharing these shows and giving us ratings and five-star ratings really helps to move us up on the search engines and so we really appreciate that we know there's people who are listening really all over the country all over the world mm -hmm. and uh, by the way one of the latest ones is india isn't that crazy? That's the one that scares me, huh? That's where that... Uh... The trolls come yeah. from? Yeah. <laughs> but if you're in India and you're liking what we're doing... Please and let it's us helping know. You, We'd love to know Drop us are. a line. Yeah. Drop us a line. Love yeah. to hear that. For sure. Um, also, hon, I want to put in a plug for um, our premarital counseling or coaching program that we mm -hmm. do. Um, 
This is something that I think a lot of folks don't really always think about. Um, if you come in um, through certain churches like the Catholic Church, you'll have like a premarital counseling program that's pretty much required. But a lot of churches don't have mm. any kind of requirement. And it is kind of mind boggling to us, hun, oftentimes when yeah. we have a couple who's considering getting married and they come in to us and say, hey, we, we do kind of want to make sure that things are good or um, know how to handle certain situations. And uh, you in particular are licensed to run the Prepare and Enrich program, which mm -hmm. gives a whole screener on how um, couples line up, mm -hmm. how they handle different situations, and how that compares to each other. And, hon, it's, it's a little bit alarming uh, oftentimes on how unequal mm -hmm. um, couples are, and they don't know that unless it's kind yeah. of revealed. They might have a hint like, yeah, I wouldn't really call what? them unequal. It's it's more misaligned. Like they're right. they're in different phases or going in different directions when it comes to like parenting or when it comes to yeah. um, sexual expectations or money. You know, those are things that they have very different opinions on. And so yeah. it's not really a matter of right and wrong in this inventory that they do yeah, ahead exactly. of time online before they come in to see us. It's really about how the two of you kind of mesh together. Yeah, how and your then, answers. And, and if you are off a little bit right. from meshing, like how can you? bring that together before mm -hmm. it becomes a, a source of conflict. Sure. So anyway, please reach out to us uh, at Rock Solid Families. If you are, mm -hmm. are considering uh, marriage or you know somebody who is and you want it even as a gift, we oftentimes yeah. have parents mm -hmm. give it as a gift to their kids who are getting married or considering it. And it's a gift of, of, yeah. of just priceless value to get the marriage started off right. So give us a call at yeah. 812-576-7625, Rock Solid Families, and let us see if we can help you get started on the right foot in marriage. Yeah. I tell couples all the time that come in because we've been doing premarital counseling for over 20 years and it's just crazy that they'll spend so much time and money on the cake or the photographer and and then nothing on preparation for the day after the wedding yeah. you know the life together so we want to really prepare you you'll for spend that. thousands and thousands and thousands on divorce yeah. um yeah. but you won't spend a couple hundred bucks on the pre so yeah. anyway good point there all right, let's get to the business. Tell what? me some stories about the same vacation you took. <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell stories about the same vacation. Okay, so what'd you do? So, you know, again, creature of habits, that was our go-to. Right. You, by the way, benefited from that many times. Uh, yeah, actually, and uh, as uh, even through dating and, yeah. and marriage, I got to We would to, go to Hilton Head to, to Island, go. Palmetto and, and, Dunes. And I think it should be stated, it <laughs> wasn't that those weren't fun and enjoyable. No. They absolutely were. But yeah. I can't really, in my mind, separate at all one year from the next. Like, I can't mm. tell you because literally they were on the same um, condo area <laughs> and the same beach. So the, yeah. they all blood. I just can say for 20 some years, I went to Hilton Head. Yeah. But I, and again, I, I'm so thankful for our parents who provided those opportunities for us to get together. And it is a memory I'll remember. But I remember the year my family decided it was Disney year. Remember, no. remember when we did that Disney year? It was yeah, like, that's, oh gosh. That's now, a scar, a, actually, but yeah. <laughs> now, there's a lot of people out there who love Disney, so I'm not here to offend you at all. But Merle and I are not amusement park riders. No, like, we're, we're, well, we're not amusement park people, and we're not ride riders. Ride riders, you know? yeah. And so I wasn't as a kid either. And so either here we I, are yeah. in Disney World, and we had gone with our grandparents, and my mom thought it would be a great idea to fit Disney World 
Bush Gardens, Cypress Gardens, and SeaWorld all in the same vacation. It was crazy. And so we did that. And there was only Magic Kingdom at the time. That's mm-hmm. how old I am. And so we went, and I remember that I didn't want to ride Space Mountain. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of people (laughs) out here listening that have rode Space Mountain. That's your favorite. But for me, Space Mountain actually brings back horrible memories because I was like freaking out, scared to death, (laughs) didn't want to go. It's dark. People were screaming inside, and I was petrified. And my grandpa said, I'll ride with you. Yeah. And so I went. <laughs> big Willis. Big Willie. Big, big Willis. And I'm telling you what, I cried the entire ride. That reminds me of one of our sons <laughs> doing that trip. <laughs> I cried the entire ride. And I was so embarrassed that I had cried that my mom bought me this little hat. And it had a little, <laughs> and if I find a picture of it, I'm going to put it online. It, it, it had a little sun visor, like it cover your eyes. Yeah. And, and I wore that the rest of the time Disney World because I was crying and Aww. I was <laughs> but I remember that vacation, so you know. Your mom tried to buy you back into happiness. Exactly. <laughs> oh, gosh. But it got me out of my comfort zone. So when we went with our kids, remember, we oh, yeah. we tried to do that. And I was like, I could do Space Mountain now. And we had a child that was freaking out. And I was yeah. like, Zach, I can, you can do it because I did it, you know. So. <laughs> yeah. And, well, let me tell the rest of that story. So uh, we went, your mom and dad were with us on that trip. And your um, dad and um, Zach, our youngest, climbed in the seat behind. Second, second oldest. No. Second oldest, yeah. <laughs> Was youngest Climbed in the, the seat behind Nick and myself, and Zach started crying at the beginning, oh. how old was Zach? I don't like, know. Was he 18 Six? or 19? 18. No. <laughs> just teasing Zach. Zachary. we love you. <laughs> yeah. and, I don't know. He was a little bit of guy, six years old or something like that. And all of a sudden, at the start, he starts crying. And I'm like, oh, man. I was having deja vu. Because it wasn't just like a little cry. He was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Or like, you know how all of a sudden you hear click, click, everything. <laughs> like, oh, it's getting real now. And all of a sudden it starts to move. And I'm thinking, well, it starts moving. He's going to stop. He bawled his mm. eyes out the entire time. And I couldn't even focus on the idea that we were on a ride. I felt <sighs> so bad because this kid womp, womp. was just petrified. And your dad's back there. It's okay, Zach. It's okay. <laughs> Put your hands up. You know, and everything. And I was like, oh, we had to probably pay for yeah. three years of so, therapy. Okay. So, yeah, if you're listening out there, we're not saying you force your kids into something they're petrified of. No. Um, we're not saying that because I was scarred and so was Zach. But... I do appreciate parents who try to challenge their kids outside their comfort zone. Yeah. Whether yeah. it be first time snow skiing or first time on a on a roller coaster or, you know, hiking down a mountain or whatever it is, like to give them that opportunity to do something different. Yeah. And and that's where memories can be made. Yeah. Yeah. So How about I, you. So we did in fact we never went to Florida. Like Florida was off limits. It was literally <laughs> everybody did it, right? Everybody <laughs> did it. And so my dad said, You'll get to Florida at some point in your life. Oh, I don't need to take you there. <laughs> that I do remember that because growing up, like a lot of families went down to yeah. Disney. Disney was relatively new down mm-hmm. in Florida back in those days. And everybody was going and talking and he's like, No, you'll get there someday. I don't need to spend money taking you there. So we always did a different vacation. And we did vacation pretty much every year um and so the the one of the most vivid ones that i remember is my mom and dad bought a a pop-up camper 
okay? <laughs> and uh, we had camped before, but he, my dad was all excited. He bought this pop-up camper, and we pulled it down to Myrtle Beach, and we camped on the beach. Which I think is cool. Do they still do that? Yeah, there actually is okay. still a site. Uh, years, Not too many years ago, I was back down there again for something. I forget what it was, and um, there was camping okay. on this beach area. And we thought... That was the coolest thing cool. in the world. It was a campsite. It wasn't like Dad just roguely pulled up <laughs> and we were on the beachfront. Uh, Along with the homeless population. Yeah, uh, but we were on the beach and this pop-up camper, but it had it was a different kind of pop-up than normal. It, it opened up and then the two slide beds went out the side, but then it had this huge tent that zipped on the front of it. So it wasn't like your typical pop-up. Okay. It had this big dining fly area that went out. Uh-oh. And so... You're kind of like part tent, part camper, um, but it was big, but sand was everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, sand oh. was, because you just couldn't get away. You're on a beach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but one of the that coolest things about that is um, every night they had um, a big uh, bonfire down on the beach right there at the water's edge. And one night they hit scary uh, stories. Oh, gosh. And so all of us kids were around <laughs> and were listening. And this guy, he's telling this story about a swamp monster. Oh, no. And we're like, oh, he's telling us. And all of us oh. kids are just excited. And he's telling us about the swamp monster. And all of a sudden, coming, running, because we are on the beach. Yeah. And the water is right there on the edge. All of a sudden, this swamp monster comes running oh, out of the water and oh he's my yelling God. Out of the water screaming. yes and he oh. has like algae and all this maybe it was our one of sons and it was up, so funny us kids start screaming and everything but then we started laughing because the guy actually just kind of revealed okay. himself but it was fun and yeah. and obviously i still remember it so that was just a really cool so what's thing. the lesson in that for you lessons um, from summer what what well, it was, it was the, one of the first times that, one, our family was so excited mm. because, uh, one, it was a new camper. It was camping on a beach. Nobody camps on a beach, you know. <laughs> Except so, the Hutchinsons. So it was camping on a beach. It was a new camper. And just everything was about the beach that mm. week. And that was actually the very first time I ever saw the ocean. Oh, cool. That I remember. I may have been, when I was really a baby, I think mm. I may have gone to Atlantic City or something at one time but I don't even remember that um, mm. but this is like I remember yeah. seeing the ocean yeah and seeing how cool. big like it just never ended yeah. so that that was a big yeah. memory of just you know being neat. as we talk about making memories I, I just want to make sure we're really clear we're not saying you have to be well off or rich to go on these vacations because honestly some of my favorite memories were um, a weekend that my parents kind of organized with some people from work and they would go down to Butler State Park which is in Carrollton, Kentucky so it was about an hour away from us mm-hmm. and we would rent little cabins and every family rented a cabin and we had a whole street reserved and so that was the actually the most favorite vacation for us was this little weekend it was usually around Labor Day or the end of summer and we had a ball Yeah. and I can remember junior high into high school that we would have bonfires and, and they would all bring food out together and share food hmm. and then you know tents outside of the the cabins because who wants to sleep in the cabin you want to sleep in a tent right and it was just so fun but I mean it was at a state park and it was over a weekend but it was about the people that were there and the memories being made versus the money that was being spent yeah yeah you didn't have to go far no so I want to tell about um the time my dad said we're going to go out west 
Oh, so did you go to Sedona? We did not. Oh, okay. So this was before Denver was really much of a city. Okay, hmm. so this was in 1972. Man, we are really showing our age. Yeah. Was Disney a, World was just starting. Yeah. <laughs> Denver Actually, wasn't the, earth, the earth was only three years old, <laughs> so you got to remember it was... So <laughs> these things were brand spanking new back then. Uh, oh. and, but Denver was just starting to be heard of. And um, and everybody, like back in, in our area, I remember my dad was a beer mm. drinker, and everybody's like, oh, you got to get some of that Coors. You ever hear of Coors beer? <laughs> and, and was that Boulder, Colorado? Or was uh, it, or no, uh, golden, 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 Colorado. Colorado. That's right. And, um, and so now this is where I, one of my stories where I now, at the time I didn't think about it, but now I think you kids got nothing on us. Why? Because we had five kids, <laughs> mom and dad. So that's seven. Mm. We were in a 1968 galaxy 500. <laughs> so I don't even know what that is. Is that a car? Th that is by, <laughs> if you look at one today, you're like, oh my gosh, that's so like maybe made for four people. Okay. It's a collector and, now. Yeah. And we pulled a camper. Oh, okay. No air conditioning. At the time, the speed limit was 70 miles an hour. And we so we had three people in the front, four people in the back. Oh. There wasn't a seatbelt to be found anywhere on the earth at the time. <laughs> and we flew out driving, oh. flew out to, um, to Estes Park, Colorado. Okay. Mm. And uh, your parents are brave. I, there was no complaining though. Like, oh. there was none of this, like, oh, we can't do this. It yeah. was like, yeehaw, this is so <laughs> cool. This is fun. Oh. And so we drove all the way out there. And one of the things, like, my dad said, I want you mm. to see the Rocky Mountains. Mm. Okay. And I do remember, like, if you've ever uh, driven in to, uh, like, the Denver area, when you approach mm -hmm. that on Interstate 70, when you approach that, all of a sudden you start looking up and you're like, what are those clouds way out? And all of a sudden they start to form into these things we call the Rocky Mountains. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was sitting in the front seat on that port part of the ride and I was overwhelmed mm -hmm. with like, look oh, at cool. those. Cause they yeah. are like no other mountains you see mm -hmm. here on the east side of the country. Uh, and so, again, that's why we went. We had a fantastic, all of my siblings and I uh, have great memories mm. about Colorado. And my dad drank coarse beer. <laughs> Got <laughs> well, it, chick. What's so funny is that we try to take our two oldest, this is before we adopted our youngest three, we try to take them out west. And you, we went with your sister and her family. Mm -hmm. And we were going to try and reenact that whole Estes Park trip, right? Yeah, yeah. And so we had two vehicles, two <laughs> rented vehicles. Do you remember this? And I'm we, not sure if I want to <laughs> remember everything you're getting ready to say here i gotta tell the story i didn't tell you i was gonna tell the story i didn't know i was gonna tell the story but we tried to go to estes park and mm -hmm. we were driving and man it was like sharp we were carpet. over in um silverton okay. and and so that was that's actually quite a bit a bit away yeah you know from estes so you kind of have to go across the mountain range yeah and we thought we'd just we, go ahead and do we that. thought we'd do this so we got ourselves a little snack and we got ourselves <laughs> a little drink and we're heading to the estes park remember this and merle bought this 44 well. ounce gulp like this gigantic slurpy <laughs> frozen and he was so proud of himself because oh, i think tasted great it was sugar free so it's like i can have two gallons of it because it's sugar 
<laughs> this is not going to go well. I think I'm going to have to take it over from here. So I am slurping down this slurpee and driving through the mountains. Got the kids in the back. Look at these mountains, kids. And I'm in. I'm just taking down this big slurpee. And all of a sudden, if you've ever seen the movie Dumb and Dumber and you remember the toilet scene, well, all of a sudden, I'm driving through the mountains, and I've got about two-thirds of this oh. little slurpy, gulpy, slushy thing down, and all of a sudden, my stomach starts doing flip-flops. Oh, my gosh. And I look at Linda, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm not gonna make it's it. not good, honey. I'm not going to make it. And now we're out in the mountains. So, I mean, literally, if you go up in the backcountry of the mountains, it's not like there's a gas station around the corner. No, okay. near, needless, not even like a place to pull off. Like there's no. a guardrail and a <laughs> cliff drop. drop. <laughs> so like, what are you going to do? And there were no GPS. No. So we didn't have GPS. GPS. Yeah. And so I am now the uh. one guy driving through the mountains at 80 miles an hour going, holy cow. And I'm just holding things together, if you know what I mean, without getting too descriptive. And of course, no, no support and love in the in the car at well, all. Well, Mark and Julie have no idea in the other car why we're going so fast yeah. and what's going on because obviously this is before the days of cell phones too. So right, right. We don't know how to say that, but so anyway, we are flying oh. around, and I finally come around oh. the corner and I see a sign for Grand Lake. You're saying, how does he remember that? Listen, <laughs> when you have an emotional disturbance going on, you get memories etched. And so this Grand Lake will I, always I'm be a like, favorite. Grand Lake. Okay. Like I'm seeing I love Grand I'm Lake. seeing life. And we I see like a beach sort of play area and oh. I'm like, we are gonna get there now. And I drive to Grand Lake and pull in this parking lot oh. and there's two porta potties. <laughs> And right by the parking lot. <laughs> I, I said more prayers uh, in that time, and I got to that porta potty. Uh, and uh, anyway, that's the rest of the story. No, 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 that's not the rest <laughs> of the story, because you have three kind of junior highish boys yeah. who thought this was the funniest oh, thing they since were sliced dying. bread. That they you were are dying. dying here, and so they decided to make your life just more miserable by while I'm in the porta potty by rocking the porta potty. They're literally <laughs> rocking it with me in it, and I mean I'm laughing. <laughs> But there's a lot of other stuff going on, and I'm like, boys, when I get out of here, this is, well, not only are my boys laughing, but so is my wife. My loving, supporting wife is laughing at me, and my brother, or my brother-in-law and my sister are laughing at me. That's just a memory, though. And uh, I'm just glad that I could make such a, so the moral of the story is. What's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is that artificial sweeteners can cause bowel disruption. So be very careful if you're on a road that does not have quick access to um, oh. uh, restroom first aid. Yeah, or, you know, if you want a great vacation, buy a Slurpee. <laughs> we anyway. never made, hold on, we never made it to Estes Park. We did not make it to Estes Park because... Um, between just exhaustion and everything, we were like, uh, okay, we're yeah. kind of done with this trip. We turned around. So, because yeah. you wanted a picture, you wanted a picture we of our family back. in front of the Estes Park sign that you had mm -hmm. growing up. Yep. And uh, we never quite made that re make reproduction Didn't of make that. It. So, anyway. for all you that are interested, my short stayed clean. <laughs> We made it. We made and it. And Grand Lake will always have a special Grand place Lake. in your heart. But you know, what we're, we're point is, is yes, we're having some fun and we're laughing at Merle's expense. <laughs> I'm glad you scripted this part uh, into it. I didn't have that in my notes. Yeah. But 
the point is, is that we want you not to waste the summer. We don't want you to look back when school starts. And yes, we are kind of excited about school to start, but it's only because we've spent a lot of days on vacation in the last couple months. And so we know that we've made some memories and we've had some fun and we want our kids. We know there's not many years left before our kids are out of high school and out of the house. And so honestly, Sedona and the Grand Canyon was one of those places that we wanted them to see before we... Um, before they moved out of our house. So. You know, and sometimes the most stressful part of vacations can actually turn into the, the best memories. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have to remember that. Like there's certain parts of vacation, whether it's the travel or the, the hotel or the or tent the or whatever. Disruptions the or... bowel disruption. <laughs> the things that like in that moment mm-hmm. are <clears throat> driving you crazy. Those are the things that actually, uh, they do etch memories. They do create fun. And you got to learn to laugh at yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, if if anything that you can uh, learn from these kind of things and pass on to your kids is, uh, and we ask your, our kids, what was the fun part about that? Mm-hmm. And it's not like, well, we went to Disney World. Right. No, it's these little things that happened that there was no scripting. In fact, if you have to script it, it probably isn't mm-hmm. going to be fun. And so that whole idea that you just kind of let it happen, you enjoy each other in the, in the, the time that you're at, and uh, don't don't take yourself so seriously. Yeah. Right? And, and, and I would say that because that's not me. I, I'm usually the person that's got the plan, and I have the schedule, and I worry about us running out of gas or, you know, not making it down the, the mountain. But honestly, if I would let loose a little bit more and I would let go of the details, and just enjoy the moment I mm-hmm. think that um, it would be a better experience so don't don't do like I do a lot of times and I and then I look back and say why why did I get all worried and uptight about that well it, it prevents us <clears throat> from even taking the trip to begin with yeah like no that just sounds like too much of a headache and I have to say I, you know as I've gotten older I've fallen more into that like oh, that just seems like a hassle mm. and you know I would say that we consciously um, our, our older boys called our attention to the idea of mm. don't miss out on this with the younger yeah. ones. Yeah. And so um, I think we, without their prompting, we probably would have just let mm. life pass. And so yeah. now we are more conscious about it. We are planning and talking about doing mm-hmm. more different things with the idea of not knowing how they're going to turn out because yeah. uh, they're in unfamiliar territory. But it also is a great way for us to learn. I've seen a lot of families, especially through COVID, that were, got really creative in this and they bought tents and they bought campers and, you know, they, they took out and did some things just out in the woods and out at a campground and out in the backyard because of the fact they couldn't go on right. an airplane or in a hotel. And so it's really been cool to see families get creative. And some of our favorite memories was camping yeah. with our kids and just the bonfires and, you know, sleeping in the tent or the pop-up. So Yeah, those are the two to three day kind of things. Yeah. And so they don't have to be as much of a big deal. But the idea that you're doing something different, you're mm-hmm. not necessarily in your element um, and things can go wrong but it's how you get through those wrongs that Mm. that teach your kids um, how to problem solve but also teach you not to take yourself so seriously yeah thanks for i'm so glad my shorts stayed clean though because that that might have not i'm sorry i didn't mean to bring him that but when once you mentioned colorado i knew where i was going with that so yeah (laughs) it was a rocky mountain high baby (laughs) thank you so much um for listening to our shows and supporting rock solid radio and rock solid 
salad families. We hope that, you know, we've had some fun today. We pray that you keep laughing and making memories with your family because, you know, you don't have many years with them and you don't want to wish it away. Yeah. So, um, you know, this is part of us keeping our family strong. And um, this this kind of creates glue to get you through times mm-hmm. that maybe are more challenging. And it, it's like, you know what? Um, I want to keep that family together because it is a source of energy and strength and just that coming together. So um, that's why we promote these kinds of things. That's why we had some fun today, mm. um, even at my expense, and that's okay. <laughs> so you know what? We just want to thank all of you again, as Linda just said. We want to thank Maxwell Construction and Casey's Outdoor Solutions for all of their help in supporting what we do here at Rock Solid Radio as well as Rock Solid mm-hmm. Families. So um, again, thanks for listening to Rock Solid Radio. Building a strong community, one family at a time. Make it a great day. You want to go get a slurpee? I cannot believe you brought that story up. <laughs> you did not tell me you were going there. I didn't know I was. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love you. <laughs>